Well, hey, and welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode one of season two of Beast Machines. It is Fallout. It was written by Robert N. Skier and Marty Eisenberg and Rick. Directed by Raul Sanchez Inglés. Last time on Beast Machine, Season 1 ended with Megatron and Optimus Primal both setting off their doomsday weapons, which would destroy all organic life and all technology, respectively. And at the end, Optimus started to disintegrate, and in the beginning of this episode, he does disintegrate. Yep, after a really long recap. Huge long uh, recap. Get used to those, kids. He's evaporates and now he's just floating in space. And he's like, okay, so when this happened, Paul, I was like, oh God, if this is how we're starting off season two, because it's just, it's Optimus and the Oracle and la, it's a lot of, there's a lot of mumbo jumbo in this episode. He's like, is it my destiny to keep fighting you, Megatron? He's like, yeah, it is. It's pretty much the whole premise of your character. That's why they made Optimus Prime in the first place. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> he's becoming self-aware. Uh, but he's uh, he's in the nothingness, yeah, and he's with Megatron. And then he looks down and sees Cybertropolis explode. And Boom. then has the gull. He's like, you tricked me into destroying Cybertron. And I'm like, forced my hand. Dude, oh, no. Oh, you really? do. How do you not remember this? You fell for the or I'm going to smack you, Optimus. Um, <laughs> well, something's going to smack him because now he's in the jungle and he's fighting his evil green eye twin. And I was like, all right, Optimus, everybody knows this trick. You go to the left side of the screen, you face the other way, you duck down and keep hitting B. You'll kill evil link every time. Oh, wait, wrong game. But he gets in this fight, gets tossed off a cliff, and then he's back in space. Then, like, goes through a warp tunnel. There's a lot of just weirdness happening. It's like the thing from Stargate or a wormhole or something. And true to Optimus' form, he sees sees every Maximal as he goes through this warp tunnel. And true to his form... It shows all their faces. Like, it shows, like, uh, Rattrap's new face, then his transmetal face, and the original one. Then you see all four of Cheetors, and then Night Scream, and he only gets two, so fuck him. And then you see all three of Black Arachnids. Yeah, and and all of them are saying, Optimus, you failed us. It's all your fault. You're a jerk. Mm. You stink. And then there's like a swarm of sparks, I think is what it was. Mm. It was a swarm it, of something. Came flying up, talking to Optimus, uh, and telling him about how, look, we all make our own choices and must accept our own responsibility. He's not going to listen to that. No, but the, this thing turns into Rhinox's face, and he goes all Jacob Marley here. He's like, oh, I paid the price for my misguided deeds. You can't let this happen to you too, Scrooge. I mean, Optimus, you have to embrace the... I will say, so I did graphic design in the 90s, and as soon as his face changed into that neon look, I was like, wait a minute, that's fine. Photoshop filter? Fine edges filter. That's like all they did. (laughs) Was just I film tank art. Oh, I was like, that's the, that's such a cheap built-in filter. You could have done better. Wait a minute. No, you couldn't have. <laughs> so th- then he, yeah, he Rhinox is like, embrace the nature of your spark, and then <laughs> disappears. And Optimus transforms, and now he's back in Megatron's lair, and uh, he flies up into the swirling energy, and somehow he like grabs a strand of it in each hand. Yeah, he grabs tendrils of electricity. Yeah. I don't know somehow. how, but he does. He does it, and uh, somehow that shuts down the vehicons and restores the Maximals. Ma- maximals? Because, uh, the Maximals? Maximals. <laughs> the Maximals! Turns out what he was doing, though, was his like absorb energy trick, and... Uh, he, like sucks in all this power from this thing and then blasts it down through all the different layers of Cybertron we've seen so far straight into the Oracle. <laughs> then we cut 
right away to the streets of Cybertron. And it is, oh, yeah. or this, the streets of Cybertropolis. And it's kind of a neat shot where there's just a shit ton of dead vehicons. All over the place, yeah. Everywhere. Or like, maybe not dead, they're non-functional. And the Maximals, or the, the Maximals minus, uh, the Maximals minus Optimus, are uh, walking along and kind of just poking at them like, wow, Jesus. And then one of the bikes starts to move. Yeah, it twitches because, well, it's Black Arachnia walking towards it. So I'm thinking, okay, she thinks that's thrust, but wait a minute, we already know that uh, what's-his-nuts is in JP. and uh, But, yeah, it twitches, but it, it's just rat trap coming out of a manhole underneath it. Yeah. So uh, the Maskimals enter Megatron's chamber, and they they walk in, and he's kind of in a, a uh, pose, like a, a de- defeated pose, and he just crumbles away from them. Or his body does. His yeah. harness, like the thing that holds him up by wires to the ceiling, that's still there. And rat trap, he walks over to Tankor and just taps his foot and just touches it and then Tangor just immediately falls apart into all these pieces. And which is good for a bit, but then they're like, oh shit and we see like the uh, ashes in the outline of a uh, biped and then like Optimus Primal's body armor kind of like his arm guards and whatnot and yeah well uh, it looks like it's optimus primal after having been like looney tunes flattened pretty much pretty much uh in commercial break and when we come back night or night night or night scream talks to cheetor um and he's like i'm you know, you, aren't you happy that Optimus is dead? I thought you wanted him gone, and Cheetor loses his shit on that. Just jump, pounces right on him, and Rattrap's like, all right, everybody calm the fuck down. <laughs> Black Rackney's like, uh, tells him, like, Optimus would want them to be happy. They took back the world, but at what cost, I guess? And like, yeah, but it's empty. Now we just have to find the Transformer Sparks and rebuild an entire planet. Nothing to it. <laughs> yeah, and Cheetor takes charge pretty quickly. Mm. Uh, I mean, he, he's he is he's turned out to be a pretty solid leader. Um, and he's yeah, like... He's coming back. He's like, okay, so then what we're gonna have to... Here's the plan we gotta do. We have to get the planetary systems back online, so Rat Trap, you're on that. Yep. Uh, and then we're gonna find those sparks, and Rat Trap plugs into, like, R2-D2s into the planetary systems. Yeah, it looks like a vending machine or a gas pump. And conveniently, it's like 50 feet from where they're standing. It's it's just right there, yeah. Uh, uh, But everything is dead. Like, everything on this planet is dead. There's nothing to restart. Yeah, and Rattrap's like, yeah, it just won't be the same without Megatron's toys to play with, and... On cue. As always, immediately, JP attacks. He's like, be careful what you wish for, cheddar breath. (laughs) (laughs) And then Thrust is there. Uh, We don't, like, he's with him, we just don't, he doesn't get an entrance. And, uh, typical to just shit on Waspinator that way. But everybody transforms and gets ready for battle, and Cheetor is like, whoa, 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 whoa! And did you notice that none of them say I am transformed, oh, so please none of them tell me shit. that was the season one thing and we're done with it. <laughs> I bet we're not done with it. There's going to be, it's going to pop up a few times, but... When it's a dramatic moment when they have to do it, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Cheetor calms everybody down, and he's like, what the fuck are we fighting for? The wars are over. Yeah, Megatron's gone, and JP's just like, well, what else is there to do? <laughs> <laughs> It, and, like he never um, thought of that. <laughs> you know, Black Arachnia tries to appeal to his maximal side, and he's like, fuck off with this silver bullshit. I'm uh, JP, and that's it. Yeah, and, uh, and Night Scream even asked Rattrap, like, why is she so hung up on getting her old boyfriend's spark back? Like, <laughs> I like that Rattrap's like, you'll, you'll understand someday, kid. After the, the you know, the, the Viacons, like, even Cheetor says, hey, why don't you join us? The Viacons are like, fuck that. We don't want another boss. And they both attack. 
Yeah. And there's like... a, a big fight action scene here. And then they legitimately just repeat the last beat of Cheetor yelling because Black Arachne goes, whoa, 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 whoa. Everybody stop fighting. <laughs> like in, in one of the, in this fight, uh, I think it's Thrust blasts Cheetor and who lands on his side. And uh, Thrust says, I thought cats always landed on their feet. It'd be funny if like it just cut to Black Arachne standing next to Thrust showing him like <laughs> the video on her phone of all the times Cheetor landed on something other than his feet. I said, stop showing that. <laughs> <laughs> she, he hates it when I show people this. Um, so they, uh, Black Arachnia, they, they fight and Black Arachnia says to JP, you know what? Fuck you. It, this is not worth it anymore. Fine. Silver Bolt's gone. I'm done with you. And the Viacons leave. Yep. See you later. And then they, oh, so then, so then Cheetor's decision is, uh, or his suggestion is, I guess it's his order because he's in command, mm. is uh, we're going to go down to talk to the Oracle because she talked to Optimus. I think it's a she. Is it a she or an it? It, well, it's got a female voice, but, but yeah, I can't remember if they referred to the Oracle as... starts talking to them now that Optimus is gone. Right. Yeah. Thank you, Paul, for summarizing that because I was <laughs> off on some tangent. So there's actually a, a really neat shot or a, ser- a series of shots similar to that first episode when they were going yeah, down like in season one. Yeah. Where they're going down through all the different layers. But this time they're all in robot mode. But when Night Scream, he's obviously not climbing down unless he's flying because he can do that. And they get to the Oracle, and much like in season, at the beginning of season one, it's a giant wall of fire. Cheetor nervously reaches out, mm. and then the fire whoop, dissipates. Yep. And But now, instead of what we're used to seeing, it looks like a giant marble, basically, with Optimus trapped inside it. Screaming in agony. Yeah. And commercial break. And when we come back, this, uh, so Optimus annoyed me in the first act <laughs> you wouldn't believe how many times i wrote my notes in all caps just yelling at optimus <laughs> i think i think watching this episode helped me work through some stuff but <laughs> cheetor wants to free optimus like he runs at this marble thing and yep. uh oh and, and we should say the optimus in the marble is fucking huge like oh yeah his mass well it's as big as the oracle biggest devastator and um Cheetor, yeah, Cheetor tries to hit this marble thing, gets knocked back, and Optimus says, look, leave me here. <laughs> and he lands flat in his back, and I thought it'd be funny if Black Arachnia came over and took another picture. <laughs> it cuts to, like, the picture on her Facebook feed, and then, like, a second later, Thrust likes this, pops up underneath it. <laughs> Cheetor just swats, get that uh, fucking thing away from her. So they, Optimus is like, look, just leave me be, let me die, but forgive me for my transgressions. Yeah, like, uh, what? Like, fucking pity party. And they're all like, hey, dude, actually, you did all these great things. And Night Scream mentions how, like, you helped me get through a lot of stuff. And yeah, Black Arachne talks how, but he was a leader. And it's mm. basically, he gives up. And then tells Cheetor, you lead the Maximals. Yeah, he promotes him again. So now he's gone from lieutenant to captain and then disappears. Yeah. And okay, so it's important to remember that Optimus said it's impossible to save me. Yeah. Because then he's back in space. Yeah. He's floating around with like a hundred other Optimuses. Those are all in the background. Optimi? Optimi. Is it Optimuses? Optimi. So. Um, Maximals and a bunch <laughs> of uh, sparks again, or maybe the, the all the Optimi turn into sparks. It was hard to tell because the sparks just start flying in, and then the Optimi are gone, and they turn into like a they form the spiral thing, and he enters it, and uh, now he understands their mission. The Matrix sent them to Earth to become partially organic to come back to make Cybertron partially organic because it wanted to create a balance Which between he, organic and 
Didn't he fucking learn that in like episode four or five? I mean, well, what is wrong with this fucking monkey? Well, he thought that he had to make the thing entirely organic. So. But hasn't the hasn't the oracle been talking about balance from the very beginning? Yeah, I'm just, it seems like it. I, he can't win me back. I should stop talking about him. But, but and then also, you know what? No, fuck it. I'm going to talk about it. How could he think he wa- that the oracle wants him to make the planet entirely organic when he is a, when it made him a fucking trans organic <laughs> or a, a, a techno organic, like um. It made you half technological, dude. It obviously can. Jesus Christ! I really hate that fucking monkey. So he decides, and this is where I, I'm, I'm. I know I'm ranting here, Paul. Uh, but the, he, and then he's like, "I am ready to join the Matrix, but not right now." And just pushes himself back, and like space shatters like a window, and he falls into white light, and then he's just back there with the Maximals. It was that fucking easy and he gave up the first time <laughs> fuck i hate that monkey it's it, yeah the article says it has nothing left to teach him and it disappears and like a bunch of plants just whoosh, out of the ground yeah and uh black arachnia looks at one and says they're techno organic just like that so so admittedly optimus is i like i i agree with his new plan but the journey for him to get here I, it killed me. It was a long walk, but we got there. <laughs> yeah. So Cheetor suggests that they begin to track down old sparks to restore now that, you know, we've we've got a mission. We're moving forward. Techno organic. That's all cool. And they start walking out around Cybertron. Yeah. And Rattrap says they should check Megatron's old clubhouse. And uh, yep. they're just walking along when all of a sudden the road starts shaking and uh, Night Scream flies up to take a look, see what's going on here. And this giant spaceship somewhat shaped thing that kind of looks like megatron's head is is taking off it's like okay and they're all like oh my god megatron's still alive so nothing has changed so now he knows the rest of the story (laughs) you know the matrix sent them to earth to become partially organic so they could come back to cybertron to make it also partially organic uh, fine it's moving the goalposts mid-game a bit if you ask me but fine now this is a matrix that had already been to earth when the autobots and decepticons crash landed there in the year 3,998,016 bc fine it knew where to look for organic life fantastic off you go pick up some milk while you're out Except, no, that's not why the Maximals were going to Earth. They were chasing Megatron, who was heading to Earth for Energon that he read about in a Voyager Golden Record. Let's just ignore the fact that neither one of those records are going to be anywhere near another star for another 40,000 years. Now, in Episode 12 of Season 1 of Beast Wars, Waspinator gets knocked stupid and thinks he's the Insecticon Shrapnel. Black Arachnia says Shrapnel was a Decepticon three centuries ago, which means the Maximals and Predacons are from Cybertron in the year 2305. All right. It was a long walk. We got here. My point is, by 2006 or 7, whatever year the Rebirth episodes took place, Cybertron and Earth had a pretty good relationship going. Like, did it change that much in 300 years? If the Matrix needed organic life, it should have been as simple as, Hey, Earth, yeah, Cybertron here. Uh, doing great, man. Thanks. Listen, any chance you've got a spare ostrich we can borrow for the afternoon? Yeah, the, the Matrix says we got to make the core of the planet partially organic, and we uh, had no more questions, so, uh, nah, it won't hurt it a bit. Just ruffle a few feathers. <laughs> Here we are at the end of the beginning of season two of Beast Machines. The next mm-hmm. episode we are going to watch is Savage Noble. Yes, it'll be. If you want to see a savage and a noble, 
who's who. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul's at P. McPherson1. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app. That would be very noble of you if you would do that. And tell all your friends. Tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming! <laughs> See you later. All right, everybody calm the fuck down.